Hi everyone, Molly at Jesus Without the Junk. Welcome to a common sense approach to the Bible. Today is February the 18th, 2021. The topic, Titanic the Movie and the GD Word. Matthew 12:36 teaches, But I tell you that men will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. And that comes from the NIV translation. Yes, there most certainly is a day of judgment coming. One Sunday morning, I was running the vacuum in my mail shop. It was the room where I slept by night, and worked making a living doing fingernails by day. The cord got tangled up and broke a glass container that I kept on the right side of my nail table. My normal reaction years prior, and I call them my PJ days, pre-Jesus days, would have been utter rage. But since I was determined to follow Christ, I was doing everything humanly possible that I could to change my behavior. All of a sudden, the GD word flew out of my mouth just like a bird. I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't stop it. It was hanging out there in the air. I couldn't take it back in. Oh, my gosh. I stood there numb and stunned. What was God going to say about this? Thoughts kept reeling through my mind. Am I going to be struck down? Oh, my gosh. Am I going to be sent to hell? Oh, my gosh. What's going to happen to me? My heart felt as if a knife had been thrust right through the middle. I took in a deep breath, knowing that I was certainly going to have to sit before the Lord that evening and apologize big time. Now, at that point in my walk, God the Father and the Holy Spirit were vague concepts to me. The year was December the 19th, 1997, and the movie Titanic had just hit the theaters. It was the biggest blockbuster movie at that time, especially with women. Everybody was talking about it. My nail customers were going on and on and on. What a great love story. And Celine Dion, who sang the theme song, My Heart Will Go On, was stunning with her voice. She had, become, had really begun to rise in this generation, taking Barbara Streisand's position as the greatest female singer. 
mean, I always thought, who in the world would ever compare to Barbara Streisand? On and on and on, my customers raved. Now, I hadn't watched anything secular for months and months and months, trying to separate myself from everything that I knew in order to gain the life that I believed God was calling me to. Now, prior to the Titanic, my daughter had introduced me to one of her friend's mothers, suggesting that she needed to come to see me to have her nails done. And the first time I met Jody, she and I struck up an immediate friendship that continues to this day. And Jody mentioned at one of her nail appointments that her husband was going on a fishing trip in the next several weeks. And would I please watch Titanic with her as her birthday present? I succumbed, hanging my head, and I said yes. And I thought only for her would I do this. She was just one of those people that was so dear and so sweet and so loving and so kind. And you just wanted to be friends with her. So, the morning of the movie, I had this familiar ache in my stomach. And I really felt like you really shouldn't be doing this. But she brought the movie up in the afternoon. We made popcorn and she had her water. She always drank water. And I had a Coke. And we sat down and it started. And within the first ten minutes of the movie, the word GD was used three to five times. Now, I did go back and count how many times it was used years ago, but I didn't want to do that again for this podcast, so please forgive me if I don't have the exact number. As soon as the words were said, I was cut in my heart. Now, for the sake of this podcast, we're only going to concentrate on words. But pictures, as well, can hold sway over one's life for good or ill. What I teach is not theory. So what was the lesson I learned that Saturday afternoon? In the mind, out the mouth. What one places in front of eyes and ears that sink into our minds is going to have some sort of effect. They saturate our hearts. We think we're above it. But I was clearly taught, you're not above this. There is a current supposed law of attraction which has been touted in Christendom for years. And I'm telling you, it is not a divine law at all. Now, let me be crystal clear. One simply cannot speak words into the atmosphere that will change one's life for good. 
biblical, sound doctrine and teachings will, however, eventually make an impact if one's hearts and motives are pure. But to assume that speaking good things into the air will gain some sort of material harvest is pure folly. Many, me included, have wasted time and probably money making others very wealthy by believing and purchasing such nonsense. Galatians 6, 7 Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to his to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. And yes, there most certainly is an eternity waiting for each and every soul on this planet, whether you are a believer or not. The Holy Spirit will act as one's guide in accomplishing, revealing the truth to you of what is lurking in your heart if you are willing. My mouth had been negative and harmful and became more so the older I got. Yet once again, the Titanic was the way that was chosen to reveal that I still had issues. Jeremiah 17, 9-10 The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward a man according to his conduct, according to what his heart deserves. God spoke this world into existence with words in Genesis chapter 1. We are created beings. Our words can sink ships, lives, and cut children into tiny pieces that sometimes can never be put back together again. Your words can bring you victory or they can bring you defeat. You have a weapon in your body that will drive your life and it is your tongue. Years later, after the Titanic event, the Holy Spirit woke me up about 2.30 in the morning and these words kept playing over and over in my head like a record. The Word became flesh and dwelt among them. The Word became flesh and dwelt among them. The Word became flesh and dwelt among them. And groggily I said, What are you trying to tell me? And the voice that I had come to recognize spoke. Molly, your words are alive. The word became flesh. And you are dwelling among what you are speaking. 
and dwelt among them. Well, it was like an ice-cold bucket of water right slam in my face. As it always is, when I am being told something important that I'm not getting. I was walking with God, I thought, but my words were not lining up with what I was fleshing out every day. They are so important. I had continued to have a defeated attitude with my words. And my life was not lining up the way that I thought that it should. Something was wrong. But the something wasn't everything or everyone else. Once again, it was me. You have one, capital O-N-E, audience to please down here on this earth. And it is not any man, and it is not any woman. It is God, your Father. Proverbs 18, 6-8 and 20-21 through 21. A fool's lips bring him strife, and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his undoing, and his lips are a snare to his soul. From the fruit of his mouth a man's stomach is filled, and with the harvest from his lips he is satisfied. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. What are you eating? So to close, you might wonder what was the outcome of saying the GD word in front of God. Well, I went to Jesus that night and I explained my case. I pleaded it. As I have many, many, many times for my, not only myself, but for many other people. I felt like I was pleading my case in the courts of heaven. Several days later, I discovered that the only sin that will not be forgiven is blaspheming the Holy Spirit, which is in Matthew 12:31. I was relieved, sort of, but it took a long time for me to forgive myself. But eventually, I was able to move on and not carry that guilt around. It wasn't going to do me any good to do that. So my 10 cents worth at salvation, one is indwelt by the Holy Spirit. We are justified as if we had not committed any sin whatsoever. And then regeneration begins to occur. It's part of what the Holy Spirit does for us, in us, so God can work through us, not only down here on this earth, to accomplish His will through our lives, but it prepares us for eternity. I always had a really big stronghold in spelling tongue. <laughs> and I would like 
laugh at myself and get frustrated. I'm like, what's the big deal, Molly? It's six letters. You can't spell the word tongue. So I phonically separated it. And I'm like, ton and then goo. Our little tongue is worth a ton of goo sometimes. But I want to assure you, you can't use that tongue to claim material wealth for yourself, husbands, wives, jobs, financial wealth, whatever it is you have to have in this earth to be happy. There is no such thing down here. So do it God's way and use your tongue. Let the Holy Spirit train your heart and your mind and you'll be using your tongue in the way that God wants you to use it for His glory. I just wanted my old life gone. Just like it's stated in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And I wanted that so badly. The old has gone. The new has come. To this day, I continue my walk with Jesus Christ. I fall and I get up. I dust myself off. I pick myself up continually. And I always begin again. So the word of the week this week that we're going to learn the definition of is born again. You can find scripture to back this word up in John 3, 3 through 7, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Acts 2, 38, and 2 Corinthians 4, 16. We hear Jesus talk to Nicodemus about being born again. He, dealt, he tells Nicodemus, a great teacher, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus was saying that because of our sin, unless we are born again, unless we receive the Holy Spirit through faith in Christ, there would be no eternal life. When one accepts Christ as Lord and Savior, that person is regenerated by God's Spirit. We are born again when we have the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you so much. And I'll see you next time. A common sense approach to the Bible will be waiting just for you. Bye-bye.